Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dog Talk Radio Show. I'm Dave McMahon. I am the owner of the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And uh, welcome to the best hour of your week, dog owners, dog lovers. And uh, we're happy you're here with us. Our good friend, Dr. Aaron Bond, will be joining us in a couple of minutes. He is a veterinarian and the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital. Also, he is the owner of the Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital as well. And he's the proud owner of Golden Retrievers. He is a uh, big time uh, dog lover himself. I think you should own pets if you're a veterinarian. Although I do know some vets, I have met some vets that don't even own a dog or cat or fish or bird. Whatever, you would think they would, right? If they're a vet. Anyway, the way things work around here is you could just sit back and listen. You can sit back, relax. You don't have to do any work. Or you could participate. You can become part of the show. You can throw a comment toward us. You could call and you can ask a question for Dr. Bond. So if you have a question, you can give us a call, 905 688 2582. The number is 905 688 2582. And uh, we'd be happy to hear from you. If you have a question, again, it's 905-688-2582. Maybe you have a question for the doctor. Maybe you have some question about your dog's dry skin and his dog's always scratching, right? Or your dog's nose is running, right? Maybe your dog's got some crazy reoccurring symptoms and you want to get uh, Dr. Bond's opinion. So call us on today's Dog Talk Show, 905-688-2582. Also want to acknowledge my amazing uh, producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, who always takes such awesome care of us on the Dog Talk Show. And I would also like to uh, acknowledge the sponsors of the Dog Talk radio show. We have the Pet Food Outlet, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. We have the Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital and Maine West Animal Hospital. And always a big thank you to the listener for telling your friends to tune in to listen to Dog Talk as we broadcast live on our new time slot, 6.10 p.m. every Monday night, 6.10 p.m. till 7 p.m. However, you can listen at your leisure in case you're busy or you're working or you forget. Uh, all the shows are archived and podcasted. You can go directly to the radio station's website which is 610cktb.com. And you could check out past episodes of the Dog Talk radio show. Plus we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the list goes on and on and on. Hello, Rochelle, uh, sending a shout out to us from uh, Port Colburn. Hi to you, Mich- uh, Rochelle. Oh, I almost said Michelle, Rochelle. I also want to mention that we are live as a Facebook watch 
So that has really opened up our market. How oh, has it ever? Where we are growing, the audience is growing because we're broadcasting as a live Facebook watch. And you can check that out directly from the 610 CKTB Facebook page. That way you're able to, uh, to see when we're talking. So without delay, please welcome our good friend, Dr. Aaron Bond. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, my friend? I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just, uh, just, just another day in, in paradise. I, I thought, I'm not sure if you were in the falls this afternoon, but I thought there was going to be a tornado coming through. Um, I was at the office and it was blowing sideways. And then, you know, Niagara on the Lake, nothing, well and nothing, but it was really pouring. So um, just local, local, local showers here and there, I guess. Yeah, well, I was, uh, I was told it was going to be, from what I looked at, it was going to be a, a really sunshiny day in the, uh, the, the uh, you know, the region. But uh, then one weather forecast contradicted the other, and then I heard that uh, it was going to be mostly sun. Then there was some wicked, wicked thunderstorms that ripped through Niagara Falls. And yes, I was in Niagara Falls, so I had the joy of driving in the car and the thunderstorms and the rain just coming right at me. What a yeah. what stupid weather we've been having this summer. I know. Feels yeah. like we've been getting gypped. You know, I mean, yesterday was beautiful. I thought. Yes. Yeah. But it, it is what it is, right? So we we don't get we don't get that choice. I'm sure people at West would love some of our of our rain today. That's right. How are your dogs doing? They're doing well. You know, it's, it's, it's always interesting, Dave, because I've got the, the different spectrums. You know, I mean, my oldest is 14 and a half, and uh, the youngest is now eight and a half. Um, and the you know, third was has passed on a little while ago. But, um, you know, just seeing them go through those life stages, and I've, I've been through it many times with different pets, but, you know, experiencing, you know, the sweetness of, a, of these older dogs, uh, although they have some of their mobility challenges. And then, you know, the, the younger one, Clifford, having such, you know, energy still, but, you know, it's getting tapered a bit. It's just interesting to, to watch that. Obviously, I see, see it, you know, on a daily basis with my pets, but just seeing it with your own pets really kind of helps just reinforce those bonds and the things that you can kind of be thankful for with them and also the challenges that they have too. So they're doing well. They're doing well for their age for sure. Good to know. And as you know, my Labrador retriever, Miley, uh, 13 years old, you know, we're thankful every day she's here, but uh, yep. I'll tell you, it's not easy to watch. Uh, the geriatric uh, situation no, uh, with her, and you know that uh, they're here for such a short time. That's, that's the drag. It is, for sure. So uh, I know that you'll take phone calls, although we are uh, kind of a hybrid show. We're not relying on the audience to call in with questions because uh, you and I have enough things to talk about. However, if someone does have the urge to ask a question, I want to assure you that Dr. Bond and I, we don't bite. So no. don't be shy. 905-688-2582. You can call and ask a question to veterinarian Dr. Aaron Bond on today's show. 905-688-2582. Do you believe that if you're a veterinarian, yes, obviously you should own animals or you know, not written as a law that you should, but I mean, would you not think that, uh, yeah, it's a, you know, you're a veterinarian. Of, uh, obviously, you must love animals and have some yeah. animals. You know what, Dave? I think I think at some point you should own animals. I, you know, I, I know some veterinarians that have had, 
many pets and as they you know as their lifestyle changes and things like that sometimes they don't continue to own pets for a while so i don't think you have to have them at all times but i think it definitely helps relate with your own knowledge and you know things like you know behavior and all this other stuff it, it does help relate if you've had pets at some point um for sure so i, I think I, I don't know any veterinarians that have never had pets to be honest um but I could be wrong, but I bet you every single veterinarian has had a pet at some point. So I think I, I'm with you. It's kind of weird if you don't, but I bet you you couldn't find one that, that's never had a pet. Some might not have them just because of the stage in the lifetime. I mean, it's hard. We work along long hours, and sometimes at a certain points, if you've got kids and other things, that it's just not conducive to having continue to have pets. But I, I imagine they all would have had them at some point. Yeah, yeah. Now, how are things going at the vet clinics? You know, Dave, I think that's one of the messages I wanted to share quickly, um, Just not just for myself, and I don't mean to speak on behalf of anyone, but I, I think I can sum things up just for pet owners that are listening out there, for veterinarians in Ontario generally, and especially in Niagara. Um, we're at a time where there's a real, it's a big change from, you know, a year ago, two years ago, uh, in terms of the demand for services and the amount of um, difficulty it's been to kind of meet that demand and try to help people out. So right now there is an all-time um, need for for pet care and veterinary services, and at the same time there is a, a lack of availability with appointments from a perspective of things being more difficult with COVID. Um, you know, people leaving the profession due to stress or childcare obligations or other things. So right now, if you're a pet owner and looking for a veterinarian or have been with a veterinarian recently, you will certainly notice for most veterinarians that there is a very significant premium on appointments. Uh, for your dog or for your cat. Uh, and so I think what we used to have as a mindset of pet owners is that, you know, we can kind of call last minute and get an appointment with our veterinarian. Um, that's no longer the case. And so I, I would encourage anybody listening right now, the you know average wait time at the Niagara Veterinary Emergency Clinic, which services the entire Niagara region, can be up to 8 hours to 12 hours on some days, especially on weekends. If you've got a problem, even if it's a, a smaller problem, you want to talk to your veterinarian about, you know, getting into appointment um, and trying to book a few days ahead of time. Because for most veterinarians, um, we're not able to get you in the same day. We do try to do see appointments and see emergencies, but it's becoming much more difficult. because Not because anyone's being lazy, just demands way high. And, you know, staff are kind of at a point where they're just, you work to the maximum efficiency. And so it's you need to think ahead and work ahead and have some have some patience and forethought. You know, If you want to get in, you're waiting until Friday to get something that's happened on Monday. You're probably not going to be able to get in, whereas a year ago you would have been up to. And that's not likely going to change for the next while. There, there is a definite shortage of skilled people, not just veterinarians, but staff that work at veterinary hospitals, um, veterinary systems, veterinary technicians. Uh, and that's Ontario-wide and actually North America-wide. So it's a problem, actually. And I think people should be aware of it. So it's not a problem we want to have. It's just a problem that's there. We need to be patient when uh, when seeking an appointment with our veterinarian. Uh, they are busy, and the vets are trying to do their very best to accommodate all of their patients. Uh, so please be patient with your veterinarian. And we'll be back with uh, veterinarian Dr. Aaron Bond right after this message. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB.
delay of the Fort Eriebound QW from Burl Oak to Brant. Then in Niagara Falls, we still have construction crews Fort Eriebound and McLeod with the left lane blocked through here. Elsewhere on the major routes, things are moving quite well. Keep in mind, in St. Catharines, lease side is closed from Windsor to Nassau for ongoing water main repairs. And also in St. Catharines, we have Russell closed from Geneva to Catharine for ongoing construction. Taking another look at the border, no delays to the states on any of the crossings. Until Wednesday at Lowe's, it's the big appliances sale. Shop deals in store and online at Lowe's.ca. Conditions apply. Lowe's, home to any possibility. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes. Clear for tonight, but we'll start to see some smoke from the wildfires move into the region overnight, low of 17. Tomorrow, clouds moving in early in the morning, 60% chance of showers late in the morning and in the afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm, it will be hazy with a high of 25, feeling more like 31. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Phew, talk about the dog days of summer. As temperatures rise, bacteria levels in lakes and rivers do too, and can make your pet very sick. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a heated 10 by 18 foot pool for your pup to cool down in climate controlled safety. Owners are welcome, masks required. Details at 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, your quality of life care team. Selling your home in Hamilton or Niagara regions? Visit ModernSolutions.ca and save thousands on commission. Don't pay hefty 5% commission. Modern Solutions sells your home with extensive marketing and advertising for just total 2% commission, 1% for seller agent, and 1% for buyer agent. Pay just 2% total and save thousands on commission. Planning to buy a home? Get 1% cash back and spend as you wish. Modern Solutions serves sellers and buyers throughout Hamilton and Niagara regions. Visit ModernSolution.ca. The hottest show of the summer brings you the steamy intrigue you love. It's going to be a scorcher. All new episodes of Love Island, five nights a week, only on CTV. And stream anytime on ctv.ca and the CTV app. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dog Talk Radio Show. With me, Dave McMahon. I'm here with Dr. Aaron Bond, veterinarian from the Niagara region and owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital and the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Going to read a comment that we have here. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to be watching the live Facebook watch, um, you could check out the different comments. So the one comment we have is from a Carrie Thompson. And she says, Dr. Bond is a great vet. Uh, she's super happy customer, super happy patient of Dr. Bond's. And uh, she indicates Dr. Bond shows so much compassion toward the animals. I couldn't agree more. So if you're looking for a new veterinarian, uh, you may want to consider contacting Dr. Bond at the Maine West Animal Hospital. Isn't that nice, Dr. Bond, when you get the great feedback from people? Sure is. Sometimes you get not so nice feedback too, but I'll take the good stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, but, that's great. Thanks so much, Gary. Uh, actually, it does. you know what, Dave, it makes my day, and probably yours as well, right? When you, I mean, we're, we're in this because we love 
know, helping people and pets. And, um, yeah, sometimes you just you forget, but it does mean a lot when, when someone says that. So I do appreciate it. Thanks. Excellent. Um, it definitely means a lot. So, Dave, did you, ca- did you hear coyotes. We wanted to talk about coyotes. Or did you want to talk yeah, about no, something before we move to coyotes? No, no, I was going to ask you if you heard about that uh, the, that crazy little terrier who who saved that girl. I mean, that that is insane in Toronto and Scarborough. Yeah, I heard about it. I never read the article. Can you can you take us through that a little bit? I sure can. So, uh, you know, this is Scarborough, um, which is you know probably out towards the suburbs, and and this coyote has been kind of you know, ranging around the neighborhood and it's a, you know, threatened a few people. And this 10 year old girl, I guess was out in the street and this coyote came after her and her little Yorkie, um, you know, six year old Yorkie, you know, Yorkies are anywhere between, you know, any four and 12 pounds came out and literally intercepted this coyote and, you know, kept her from attacking her, 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 her owner, this 10 year old girl. And unfortunately, Yorkie got the bad, you know, bad end of the stick because the coyote bit it up pretty bad, but was able to prevent the girl from getting bit up. And this poor little dog um, is just, is just, you know, she's in vet care right now. Luckily, she made it through the attack. Um, I saw a picture of her online. She's got drains and everything else, but um, she saved this little girl. I mean, just tenacious, just running out and stopping this thing from happening. I mean, you know, that old saying, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the fight in the dog really holds up well. But you know, terriers, I mean, they're just fearless. This coyote almost ate this thing for lunch, and um, very lucky young girl too to have such a good, uh, good pet. Yeah, I thought that was excellent that the that the uh, the terrier saved the little girl's life. Oh yeah, just just uh, and you know it's funny. I was reading the article, and they said they called this uh, this terrier crazy Macy because you know the terrier hated was very protective of this little girl and would attack would attack other people as well. They came near. I guess it came in handy when this coyote came, but wow. Um, you know, as we're, unfortunately, as we're building more and more towards the suburbs, even the city of Niagara Falls, you know, there's been attacks and, and rural well in Port Colborne, Thorold. We are coming in their, their areas and where these coyotes, and, they, and they, you know, they cohabitate quite well with people in the sense that they're not really afraid and they can work on the fringes, but they're very protective and very opportunistic. And so we see often, you know, many times a year, dog attacks and coyote attacks. So, Really important if you're out walking your dogs in these sorts of areas to keep your dog on leash because no doubt your dog will go and try to encounter a coyote and I don't care how big your dog is most of them will uh, will be on the losing end of that. Yeah. Now let's let's fingers crossed here that this Yorkshire Terrier uh, survives. Yes. Yeah. Well, they set up a good GoFundMe account, so she's got a lot of um, funds to help her through that, and just hopefully she she makes it. But yeah, pretty pretty significant injuries, and you never know with that sort of stuff. So with the increase in development and construction of new homes and the trees and the uh, things being uh, taken away from them, you're, you're certainly seeing more coyotes this year, would you say, compared to last year? I think we're seeing more every year. And I think, unfortunately, obviously encroachment on their, their habitat. This goes with all wildlife, raccoons, skunks, everything else. That does increase, you know, the potential for human-animal conflict. But, you know, Dave, the other thing that we can control, I mean, we can control that as well, and that's a whole other topic, but people being silly about, you know, leaving dog dishes outside or cat food outside to feed, you know, stray cats and things like that. Some people actually feed the coyotes because they feel that they need help, and they desensitize them, um, and they make them used to having food sources being available close to people's dwellings instead of doing what's called hazing them, which is, you know, using loud noises and, you know, you know, shouting at them and stuff as a deterrent to keep them fearful. 
we're, we're actually doing things to make these this wildlife, not just coyotes, but you know, skunk, foxes, skunks, and other things too, more attractive. And that can that can just pose more issues with your pet from being sprayed by skunks or you know, increased risk for rabies and things like that. So just that wildlife bee, they're they're okay with getting their own sources of food. Don't feed them, and certainly don't encourage them on your property. Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, I'm seeing an increasing amount of uh, dog owners walking their dogs with a, and they have a, the a dog owner has a walking stick. Yeah. Almost like for protection. Sure. Not, not, seeing not a lot a bad, more not, of that. Not a bad idea, right? Um, and, and, you know, but also having your dog, you know, well trained on a leash, you know, all those things can also help. Um, we see more issues when they're off than not, especially when they don't have good recall, right? So, Business for business for Dave. Go see Dave if your dog's having having issues because, you know, these are serious issues. If your dog gets in a tangle with a coyote, you can't get them off. I mean, you can't really interrupt that very well without getting bit up pretty bad yourself. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, what are your thoughts when you see someone on an e-bike, for example, or even a bicycle? Uh, yeah. And they've got their dog at their side and they're just booking it. They're just going fast. Suicide. That, that's my first, like, thought is suicide. I mean, you know, first, like, from the dog's perspective, I mean, maybe the dog can handle it, but sometimes we're, we're overdoing it, especially because they're usually running on hard surfaces, repetitive. You know, I see injuries from that. I definitely see issues with, you know, in the heat, you know, over, over exhaustion or scuffing the paw pads and, and things like that. So it's not necessarily the most natural way to exercise your pet. Um, and you'll get more exercise if you just pick up your speed and walking. But I think as well, from your own personal safety perspective, it, you know, dogs, even the best dogs, can jerk sometimes and pull. And, you know, at that speed, bicycle crashes, you know, they, they, they can cause some serious injuries. Um, they can kill people in worst-case scenarios. Uh, and it just it doesn't take it, – it, I would say it's an unsafe practice to me for both, you know, the, for your dog's perspective but even for your perspective as well. I mean, it just it seems crazy. But it's one of those no. things where everything, if everything goes well, it's, it seems like it's fine. But there's, a, there's the ingredients there for pretty significant injuries to yourself and potentially your dog, too. What do you think? I, I don't think it's a good idea. I think that uh, it's dangerous for the person riding the bike. For sure. And the dog can go in front of you. I just think it's, uh, it's really dangerous. But you see yeah. more and more people doing it. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if you've noticed a lot of that. I have. And, you know, I mean, those, some dogs are in great shape because of it. But... Um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen clients where the things have gone wrong. The dog's tangled up in the wheels. They run over the dog and they flip over the handlebars and then the dogs run away. You know, I mean, I've seen some disasters too. So I think there's, there's easier ways to exercise your pet for sure. Now we often hear about pets who drowned when they jump in a swimming pool and the covers on a pool Mm. and the dog gets caught under the, the cover of the pool. Now, what about just the beach and uh, uh what about pools that are uncovered uh more and more dogs were swimming in the beach uh, dog ownerships on a huge incline yep. the dog uh, dog population is growing rapidly more and more people are getting dogs as a veterinarian have you uh encountered any dogs that have drowned in all this year uh none this year thank goodness you know i usually have one a year um which is unfortunate it's oftentimes the springtime when the covers are still on the pool but Nothing this year. Um, you know, I love swimming as good exercise for your dog. I think as long as you've got good control of your dog and your dog is, you know, a competent swimmer, that's okay. Um, you know, in terms of the beach, 
it's great, but you got to watch. You know, there's there's leash rules as well, and you know, you make sure that you keep your dog from defecating on the beach. But it can be great. I do have concerns sometimes with, you know, uh, days when we've got higher wave activity, especially Lake Erie. Um, you know, some of the yeah. surf near the shore. Uh, I've definitely seen dogs that have taken in some really good lungs full of um, of water there, and it, it can be quite overpowering because some dogs just go out. And then they're fighting it, and it doesn't take much for a wave to go over their head, and they just you know, they can panic if they're not great swimmers. But so I think it's I, I don't have a problem with it, but I think you want to introduce your dog to it slowly, and make sure your dog is competent. There's some dogs that can run to the waves that are really really powerful swimmers, but I think if your dog isn't used to it. You want to watch that. Same with the pool too. You want to make sure that they can get out, that they know where um, you know the steps are, that they can get out that way. That you introduce them slowly, and that you're prepared if things do go wrong, you know, if they have a panic moment or something like that that you're capable of getting them out. If you've got a big dog and you know, you're a small person, you can't, you can't rescue them, um, you know, that's a problem. So I think water has the inherent risk of drowning, especially if your dog's not used to it. It doesn't happen often. They're usually quite powerful swimmers, but there's certain breeds that aren't. You know, most of your bulldog breeds, pugs, those sorts of things. And so don't assume that they're great until you can kind of prove that they're great and fully work into that and have a plan if things don't go well that you can, you can do something about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure does. We are going to take a short break. We're going to come to, come back and continue our conversations with uh, veterinarian Dr. Aaron Bond. I want to ask him about uh, saltwater pools versus pools with chlorine. Is one a little bit more harsh on the dog's skin than the other? We'll take a short break. I'm Dave McMahon, and you're listening to Dog Talk. We'll be right back. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Ticks are out. Pick up your prevention today. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. Hi, I'm Dan from Sleep Country's Innovation Lab with a game changer, lifestyle adjustable beds. Your bedroom has become central to your life. Whether you're working, reading, or watching TV, adjustable beds allow you to customize your head and feet positions for maximum comfort and support. Elevate your sleep today. Buy any lifestyle adjustable bed and get 15% back on a Sleep Country promo card. Restrictions apply. See in-store online for details. Sleep well, stay well, Sleep Country. I can see you. Gossip Girl is back. Get ready for unforgettable new scandals for the world to see. Did you miss me? Gossip Girl, an HBO Max original series now streaming only on Crave. Subscribe now at crave.ca. A little bit of delay left on the Fort Eriebound QW from Walker's Line to Brant and Fort Eriebound and McLeod. We still have construction crews in the left lane and all the other major routes are moving well so far. Now in Pelham, Weber's closed east of Effingham for more construction here and in St. Catharines, even more roadwork closing Russell from Geneva to Catherine. Until Wednesday at Lowe's, it's the big appliances sale. Shop deals in store and online at Lowe's.ca. Conditions apply at Lowe's, home to any possibility. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB, time saver traffic. 
clear for tonight, but we'll start to see some smoke from the wildfires move into the region overnight, low of 17. Tomorrow, clouds moving in early in the morning, 60% chance of showers late in the morning and in the afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm, it will be hazy with a high of 25, feeling more like 31. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Pet Food Outlet in Welland is your summer stop shop for everything pet. Get a fresh look with a new collar and leash. Heading out on the water? See their great selection of life jackets for all sizes. Check out new summer toys. And remember, it's flea and tick season. Pet Food Outlet has the products to keep your pets safe. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5 at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training in Niagara Falls. We have dog obedience classes starting every single month. We have new classes starting Saturday, August 7th at 8.30 in the morning. We have another one Saturday, August 7th at 11.30 a.m. We have Wednesday, August 18th at 7 p.m. We have a Tuesday, August 24th at 7 p.m. And how it works is I teach you how to train your dog. Take a trip to my website. The Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy website is www.davemcmahon.ca. So it's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. And you will find all the information about our private lessons and group classes for our dog obedience training and behavior modification training. I'm uh, in conversation with veterinarian Dr. Aaron Bond. We're always having a good time. Dr. Bond joins us on the program. Dr. Bond, uh, before we took off to do a short break, I was uh, asking about chlorine versus saltwater pools. Is yeah. one any better than the other if the dog is going to be going in the pool and exposing themselves? Yeah, you know what, Dave? I mean, I think with both of them, um, you know, saltwater does just turn into chlorine, so that's, that's how it kind of works that way. But um, they tend, tend to be the chlorinated pools that aren't saltwater uh, have a little higher amount of that. And I do see some dogs a little more sensitive, tend to get a little more dry skin, but they're pretty resilient overall. Um, so I don't have a huge preference. I mean, I'd rather, you don't want your dog drinking lots of water from either of those pools because they can make them a bit sick. But uh, I do have a, a slight preference for the uh, saltwater pools for myself and for dogs um, as well. You know, they tend to have less irritation in their eyes um, and a little bit less skin irritation. I think the bigger kind of ticket is is making sure that your dog dries off thoroughly afterwards. That, that's the biggest problem we have, whether it's chlorinated pools or, un, or salted pools. Um, you know, when they're in there a lot, especially you know, some of these days now, you know, golden retrievers, labs, these dogs that love the water, they basically live in the pool all day. They don't get dry enough. And if you don't dry those areas, armpits, under the ears, the neck, you know, the groin area, around the tail, um, we tend to get hot spots, which is kind of, you know, skin infection or inflammation. So, um, yeah. Either way, I think I have slight preference towards the, uh, the salted pools, but want to make sure to you dry your dog off after the swimming, especially with this really hot, humid weather where it can't really evaporate if they're sitting outside. 
Now, are you recommending that we rinse the dog off prior to drawing him off? Is there any benefit to that? Do you think using the hose to rinse him off? I, I don't think so, Dave. I, I think, honestly, you know, we get enough of the uh, – some people do. I haven't seen the difference. You know, just anecdotally, anecdotally, if I'm looking at most pet owners that don't do that, they don't have a problem. Uh, so I don't think that's a, that's a necessary thing. I think you can just let them dry. But especially with this humidity where they can't air dry as well because we don't have that ability to evaporate – we want to get a good towel in there, or if you train your dog to be good with a, you know, a blower or an air dryer or something like that, as long as it's on cool air, um, to blow that coat and get them dried off is a really good thing. What are your thoughts on the cool coats? You know what? Uh, have you heard of the? And, and in case the audience isn't aware, they have these uh, variety of different brands of cool coats, and the intention is to help keep your dog cool with one of these cool coats whereby you can uh, run this uh, fabric coat under the water and put it on your dog, and uh, it helps to keep your dog cool on a super hot day. What are your thoughts on these cool coats, Dr. Bond? So it definitely can work. Um, you know, just the principles of evaporation, pull heat off, no matter what, and they're using your dog's heat to do that. So it makes a difference. But it really depends on the dog breed. I mean, we know that dogs primarily lose most of their heat through evaporation from their saliva and their mouth, their pants. They don't have sweat glands except in their feet. So water can help if they really are super soaked. But for breeds that have short hair, short-haired breeds, especially bulldogs and things like that, where there's not a lot of insulation between the coat and, and their body, it can make a bigger difference. For those really thick, you know, haired dogs like your St. Bernard's, your Golden Retrievers, your Labradors, where there's a lot of space between that cooling coat and the skin, it makes less of a difference, but it does help generally overall. So it makes a difference. Um, but for some of those really thick-coated breeds, they might be better off with a hose and actually getting wet um, versus just having that on them. But, you know, for some of the skinnier breeds or, or the breeds with thinner hair coats, it makes a huge difference. I wanted to ask you before we let you jet, uh, the fleas and ticks. Are, are we seeing more fleas and ticks this year, let's say, compared to last year? How's that I think we're seeing, you know, the normal amount, which is a lot. I don't think we're seeing more. We're kind of at, I don't know if we'll ever see more in this area because we've kind of reached a, a, a peak population point where they're basically everywhere. Um, so there's a lot of them out there and, you know, it, it's, it's not getting any better and certainly not getting worse either. It's just at a level where there's a risk for all dogs. What we are seeing this year a lot more, Dave, and I'm a little more concerned of is, is mosquitoes, which can transmit heartworm disease uh, because of the wet weather ability for water to pool in ponds and, and these definitely these areas that mosquitoes love to lay their larvae. We're seeing a lot more mosquitoes in the coming weeks especially. So heartworm prevention is really, really important because we unfortunately do have a high portion of dogs that have heartworm disease in Niagara simply as a fact that with the COVID last year, a lot of dogs weren't on prevention. It wasn't on you know, top of the list for everybody. Less testing was being done. You know, bolts are getting tighter because of, you know, just discretionary income. So there's a greater number of dogs that are infected, and then we're going to have more mosquitoes because of this wet weather uh, to transmit that disease, and that's a fatal disease of dogs, so they get in their bloodstream and cause some pretty serious issues. So talk to your veterinarian about heartburn prevention. It's really simple to get, um, really important, and probably more important than the flea and tick stuff at this point uh, generally, but it's, it's an increasing issue for sure. And the brand of heartworm medication that you recommend is? You know, I, I use a lot of HeartGuard, um, but, you know, there are other you know, very effective medications. I like HeartGuard because it's simple. It's a once-a-month uh, chewable, um, but there are, you know, there's some Parica, 
basically all the products that your veterinarian would have uh, would be effective. And I would just go with, you know, their recommendation because there's other choices or other reasons to choose based on your individual pet. But like I said, I like the heart guard. Um, it's a great one or interceptor plus is another good one as well. Great. We always love having you. And one thing I want to mention or bring up to you, and we've done it before years ago. Of course, we have new listeners now, and uh, I think it's important for everybody to know this. Uh, when I was a kid, my mother had Great Danes, you know, so growing up, there was Great Danes in the house. Yeah. So I'd have friends over. And of course, the Great Danes are taller and the girls that come over and guys, the Great Danes always wanted to stick their nose you know, in everybody's crotch, you know, and yeah. I'd always say, you know, don't mind my dogs. They're, they're crotch sniffers. Tell the listeners why dogs want to sniff everyone's crotch, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, dogs get most of the information about the world, uh, or at least a vast majority of it through scent. I mean, you know, they've got dogs that can sniff out COVID. They've got dogs that can sniff out cancer. So they get a lot from various molecules of scent about your health status, about things we don't even know, maybe your aggression, your temperament, uh, where you've been, what other dogs you've seen. And, of course, unfortunately, the junk area of our body, our crotch, has a lot of these pheromones and a higher you know, amount of pheromones per, per capita, if you want to call it that, than other areas. So they can really learn a lot about you uh, like they do to themselves. I mean, that's the first thing they want to discover um, when, they're, when they're looking at things. And so the way they look at the world is through scent. And one of the areas, unfortunately for us, that has a lot of it is that sensitive area. Thank you, Dr. Bond. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. You have yourself a doggone awesome night. Thanks, Dr. Bond. You too, Dave. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Now we know, now you know, why your dog is a crotch sniffer. Always, always learning on the Dog Talk radio show. I'm Dave McMahon. We'll be back with more Dog Talk after we take this short break. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Ticks are out. Pick up your prevention today. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. Phew, talk about the dog days of summer. As temperatures rise, bacteria levels in lakes and rivers do too and can make your pet very sick. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a heated 10 by 18 foot pool for your pup to cool down in climate controlled safety. Owners are welcome, masks required. Details at 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, your quality of life care team. Pet Food Outlet in Welland is your summer stop shop for everything pet. Get a fresh look with a new collar and leash. Heading out on the water? See their great selection of life jackets for all sizes. Check out new summer toys. And remember, it's flea and tick season. Pet Food Outlet has the products to keep your pets safe. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5, at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. This 
segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Happy birthday to Mick Jagger. Love the Rolling Stones. seen the Rolling Stones in concert three times, love them every single time. Their music is timeless. I wanted to tell you a bit more about the services we provide at the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy. I do offer private individual lessons for puppies and adult dogs at our dog training school in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. So with the private lessons, we're flexible on scheduling the appointments. They can be daytime, evening, or on the weekend. A lot of shift workers prefer private lessons. Also, if you have a reactive dog that is reactive toward other dogs or reactive toward people, maybe he has limited concentration, your dog, maybe he's just not going to be comfortable in a group setting, We can provide you with private one-on-one instruction at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. And I want to give the website out a couple of times. It's davemcmahon.ca. So it's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. davemcmahon.ca. Now, when you pronounce it, it's Dave McMahon. It's not Dave McMahon. The H is silent. You can always reach me by telephone, 289-687-0505. 289-687-0505 is the number of the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Now, we also have group obedience classes. And we have group classes in the evening and on Saturdays. Every month, we have new classes starting. So you have to start with the 10-week group obedience course first. And we have the itinerary, the course outline of exactly what the 10-week group course is going to contain. That can be read on the davemcmahon.ca website. So go to Dave McMahon, Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N.ca website. Click to where it says group classes, and you can see the itinerary so that you can see and read exactly what you and your dog are going to learn in the first step of training, the first 10-week course where you come to school to see me once a week for 10 weeks. Now, you're only coming to school once a week, and that's because we have homework for you. We're going to give you homework. You have to go home and practice with your dog. Some of my clients practice more than others. You're only going to get out of the training what you put into the training. If you're devoted to practicing with your dog every day and you follow everything we teach you, you're going to get a big bang for your buck. You're going to get a lot of results. So take a trip to the Dave McMahon website, davemcmahon.ca. 
or you can call 289-687-0505. Now, you should also take a look on Google to check out the reviews. I want to thank everyone for all the awesome reviews you have left on Google. So if you go to Google and you enter Dave McMahon's Dog Academy, there are hundreds of positive reviews. We have an amazing uh, Google score considering how many reviews we have. People thanking us for the training and how we change their dog's lives. Well, if the person's coachable and you're willing to uphold your end of the bargain and practice with your dog every day, we can help you to train your dog. All right, so that's what it is. Remember, we're training you to train your dog. And you can start with puppies as young as 12 weeks old. We've had dogs as old as 12 and 13 years old come for training. Small, medium, large dogs, aggressive dogs. If you have a dog that's dog aggressive, we can help you. If you have a dog that freaks out when you take him for a walk and he becomes very reactive, he starts barking, lunging at other dogs, we can rehabilitate that dog. We can give you private behavior modification training lessons at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. If you have a dog that is unfriendly with strangers, like they're okay with you and your immediate family, but they are potential liability, right? Because they're unfriendly with strangers and maybe they've bit people before, or tried to bite someone. You need to contact me so that we can maybe set up an appointment to evaluate your dog and get you into private behavior modification training lessons so we can rehabilitate your dog. We're always rehabilitating and helping dogs that are people aggressive. We're helping dogs that are dog aggressive. And these are temporary name tags. Somebody says your dog's dog aggressive. Well, we can turn that around. We can fix that. Your dog is people aggressive. Through behavior modification, we can fix that. We also customize training to meet the dog's individual needs, all right? So if you have a shy dog, an introvert dog, a nervous dog, we could help you with your shy, introvert, nervous dog, but we could also help you with your outgoing, tenacious dog as well. Again, reach out to me. All of my contact information is on my website, davemcmahon.ca. Now we do have a Facebook business page and we have tons of reviews, reviews that were left by people who came to train their dogs with us. The name of our business page on Facebook is Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. I invite you to explore that. I invite you to look at some of the video clips we have. I think you'll really like what you see. Also, if you take a trip to YouTube, we have a lot of dog training video clips on YouTube under Dave McMahon's Dog Training. We are out of time. Thank you to our awesome producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. Thank you to the listener for joining us. Big thank you to Dr. Aaron Bond, our resident veterinarian right here on the Dog Talk Radio Show. Have yourselves a doggone good night. See you next time. Talk to you later. Ciao.